40 footer for Ennis. Oh, I got a live one here. <laughs> 10 win season, just the seventh in the history of the program. Dino Babers has delivered on his promises. It's over! It's over! The Orange have won it! Syracuse has won the national championship! This is the Seth Everett Show. Monday morning, October 7th, 2019, live and local right here on ESPN Radio Syracuse. My name is Seth Everett. It has been for quite a long time. Polly Sibilia is here. Good morning, Polly. Good morning. How are you? How was the weekend? Great. Great weekend. We didn't we we have had a, a pattern of talking about sixty six times during the course of a weekend, and this weekend we didn't do that at all. The bye weekend is a beautiful thing. <laughs> so what did you do? So what is somebody who travels and has attended every Syracuse uh, football and basketball game for years, what do you do when you find out there's nothing to do? I do nothing. Um, I uh, spent some time with my girlfriend, and that was about it. And then Sunday right. I just sat and watched football and actually listen, I listened to the football games we had on the radio because you wanted to make clean. sure they were on. Yes, as always, and cleaned the house. So oh, I got okay. to listen to the Giants, the Cowboys-Packers game, which was crazy, and then yep. I listened to the Colts game until I fell asleep. That's that pretty pretty good. Um, if we had the girlfriend on in segment two, would she have <laughs> thought it was just as pleasurable a weekend? Uh, yeah, because I only spent Saturday with her, so she was free okay. of me on Sunday. So, <laughs> yes. Okay, I just want to make sure. I'm not saying we're booking that. We have a busy show today. But uh, but nevertheless, I just like to have the option. I think that would be a good option next time there's a bye weekend. All right. I, I'm sure she would love buys. to... The there's crap two buys me. for the yeah. There's there's two buys for the for the for the weekend. Uh, yeah, you you mentioned the NFL and uh, what a crazy morning uh, in the NFL. The so I was up very early this morning. I was doing some sports reporting, and all of a sudden I checked Twitter because people you, you know people tease me every time I try to do something on Twitter at four a.m. Like if I if I'm awake and alert, why not tweet something? And I can't think of anything witty to say. I never think of anything important to say. But at five a.m., Mortensen and the Ian Rappaport and all the NFL people started tweeting immediately at five a.m. that Jay Gruden had been fired by the Redskins. And there's a great article on Deadspin. And the question that I just want to ask: first of all, you picked the loss to the Patriots. To fire right. Jay Gruden, <laughs> and they play the Dolphins next week, so they actually have a shot. So th- that that's the weird one. The other one is you made him come in for a five a.m. meeting with Daniel Snyder and team president Bruce Allen. You made him come in at five eight. You couldn't do it Sunday night, or you couldn't do it like a human being at nine or ten a.m. I've been fired at five a.m. 5 a. You had to come in at 5 a.m. to get fired? I showed up for my morning show, and the owners were waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> On the, by the door with guys in suits? Well, yeah, they were like, well, I walked in and like, hey, they need to see you in the back office. And it was at 5 a.m. So. Wow. I just thought that was very strange. And it was very strange for all the, uh, the, the tired NFL reporters, because uh, I guess that news spread like wildfire really, really quickly. But uh, the Washington Post reported that Gruden was summoned to the team's facility for a 5 a.m. meeting. 
what in the world? When do you get that call? At four? I guess. You know, but you got to fire him this you, you the way you were saying it, you got to fire him after the Patriots lost cuz you can't fire him after beating the Dolphins. You so know, you're just fire prolonging. him Sunday night, but then you you played a one o'clock game. Fire him at six. You didn't know, not know at six o'clock yesterday that you didn't want him to be the coach anymore. There's a lot of, when you fire somebody too. You got to have a, a plan B in place. So I'm sure that was part of it. Like you got to find an interim. You've got to get your ducks. Bill in Callahan. A row. Bill Callahan gets the uh, gets the gig. By the way, congratulations to him. <laughs> But you gotta you gotta have your ducks in a row. So I can see where you can't just. Although this isn't a shock to anybody either. So you think they would have had a plan? But, that, but that's my but that's my point. So Joe, do do me a favor. Fire him at eight a.m. Fire him at eight a. If you want to text him at five o'clock and say, "Hey, come in early today." What time do you think Jay Gruden shows up for? I'm for, guessing for five o'clock. Um, nah. Football. Yes, football coaches are strange birds, man. They show up at four or five in the morning for work. I bet you all of them do. He he got up at five in the morning to go put in a VCR tape of the Patriots drubbing of the Redskins. Yes, I. He needed to see that again. Yeah, all coaches do that. I'm I'm being facetious here, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, I understand that that is the coaching way. When you're zero and five, and you just got your 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 hands handed to you by forty two year old Tom Brady, I'm sorry, I you don't you don't have to rush to go watch that film. I I didn't see that film. I know what happens in that movie. I know how that movie ends. My guess is he was showing up to work, and then they summoned him in. They didn't just call him at four and say, "Hey, why don't you come in at five? They just met him when he got to work. And he was just standing there. <laughs> so, so Daniel Snyder and the, and the team president are like, we better be there. Yeah. Bruce Allen's like, Bru- 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 what? Pop-ups on the <laughs> Come on. Um, Bruce Allen is, is standing there going, 5 a.m., man. Why do I have to be here at 5 a.m.? Can't you do it? You don't want the guy to start his day at work either. That's the worst. If you get work in and then you get fired, that's terrible. Oh, so that by eight o'clock when normal people get up, yeah, he's done three hours. Not of eight work o'clock hour. when normal people are at work. Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying I understand people get up early. It's just it's just the idea that at five a.m. you don't have to fire him. If you're going to fire him, fire him in daylight hours or Sunday night. That's that's what, if you announce that at ten o'clock on a Sunday night, I have no problem with that. Okay, I, I can the see that timing was the weirdest. I can see that, but you can't let the guy get any work done. Okay, before fine. you fire him. That's the worst. He's not escorted out by security. No, that's another thing. At 5 a.m., you can just do it and you can leave with his stuff. <laughs> he can leave with his stuff. He's getting a, uh, the, 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 the box. cardboard box. Yeah. <laughs> He's putting his stapler in there. Uh, how many things, do, how, many, how many personal effects do you think Jay Gruden had at the, uh, as the head coach of the Washington Redskins? Well, look, it, it, there are some really brutal teams. You know, I thought maybe at 5 a.m. I said, uh, oh, you're going to fire Jake Rudin. Maybe Adam Gase could be at six. <laughs> maybe you could you could fire some of these other cats. Uh, there, there's some some brutal, brutal NFL teams. And most of them, you know, the only reason why any of these winless teams are getting wins is because they're playing each other. Well, I'm a Steelers fan and it's not been pretty for them. And they're they're calling for Tomlin's head. And I don't 
I don't well, see. I, I don't see I just why think you he would gets do a that. Pass. Yeah, I, I, once Roethlisberger went down, he he gets a pass. Yeah, absolutely. Another on their third string quarterback. So, yeah, yeah, that happened. Uh, Kansas City lost to Indianapolis. Boy, Indianapolis's defense is pretty good. Patrick Mahomes is great, and uh, he was you know held relatively in check. Uh, the Colts defeated the Chiefs. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, you know, were, were handed a gift. Boy, the Jets are bad. Wow, that's that's pretty. They're, they're pretty pretty awful. Uh, the Giants lost. They had a couple of opportunities, uh, but Minnesota came away with the victory. Uh, the Giants are now two and three. I still think they can make something of their, themselves. I'm going to amend uh, my my record prediction for them, and I'm going to say they go seven and nine. What do you think? Yeah. What no? did you have them for originally? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember. So you don't even know if you amended it. <laughs> I don't know. It might still be 7-9. <laughs> uh, I, I just think they're going to get uh, Barkley back, and I like this young you know, D- Davy Jones or Daniel Jones or whatever the heck his name is, and I, I like them. As for the Bills, we should probably do a Bills segment this week. Bills are now four and one, and their only loss is to New England. And they have a bye coming up, and then they get Miami, and then they get the Eagles. So they can they can be I don't know, the Eagles are not not easy, but uh they have home games, three straight home games coming up. The Dolphins, the Eagles, and the Redskins. I mean they'll at least win two of those, right? Uh yeah. They uh, you would think they've beaten one good team this year, so Titans, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, they the, had the rest the, of their schedule has not been, and now you get yeah. the Dolphins. Yeah, the Dolphins, the Redskins, and two of the next three. So they could be six and two. Yeah, and when do they play New England again? Uh, they not play till the New very very England end. Not till the very end. Uh, three wow. days before Christmas. Wow, how about that? I don't know. I, I, you know. <laughs> I I would say the smart money still you still have New England winning that division, but man, Buffalo's been very good, very very fun to watch. They could beat a lot of these teams left on their schedule. They got the Broncos, the Steelers still. Broncos are pretty bad. Ravens aren't very good. Yeah, they could get nine wins, ten wins. Uh, we we don't remember what our predictions were, so that could be an amendment too. <laughs> I thought they would be good, but yeah. Now looking at their schedule, they don't play any. They got they got the uh, AFC North this year as their their conference they're playing against in the AFC, and that conference is terrible. What do you They've think got of the uh, Dolphins twice? So and the yeah. Jets. So yeah, they could have a good year. Jets are horrible. I mean, horrible. I was uh, driving in the car, and I turned on the Jets game for a little bit. And in the two drives, this is the only time I spent with the Jets, but in the two drives that they had when I happened to have been driving in my car, because I went to Comic-Con yesterday. I'll tell you about that later. Nerd. <laughs> and, uh, and as I'm driving home, the, the two drives that they had, both of them, they had, they, they had less yard, they had negative yards on both of the drives. 
And I said, this, is, uh, this isn't going to work. I can't. <laughs> I said, this is not compelling. Can I find a podcast, please? <laughs> and I, <laughs> I think, said, Let, let's listen to something else. Do you think Sam Darnold is like acting like his spleen hurts still a little bit, trying to well, drag this out? I don't want to go well, out there. Well, again, you know, everybody talks about this Adam Gase, right, with Mr. Bug Eyes. And, and the one thing I, I question about Adam Gase is if he's such a quarterback expert, why did he have Sam Darnold practice with the first team all week and have the guy who needs the work, Mr. Falk, not play with the first team all week? And then they made the decision Friday to switch it. You're telling me on Tuesday you thought he was playing, but on Friday you realized that he'd not? This is Mono. Mono is a fickle mistress. <laughs> Apparently. She, she Apparently. will switch on you like that. The uh, Cowboy-Packer uh, game which I don't have an affinity for either team, but it felt like a primetime showcase. Like it felt like uh, the, uh, it felt like this was this was a a made for TV movie. It was just uh, you had a couple of sluggers just out slugging each other, and um, Aaron Rodgers did a, did a great job uh, in Dallas, and they won in 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 Big D, which that stadium just looks gaudy to me. Uh, Thirty four to twenty four, the Packers are now four and one and two and zero oh on the road. Rodgers had uh, 238 yards, and Dak Prescott, who uh, you know, has fancy commercials and everything, uh, he had three interceptions. Ezekiel Elliott held to just 62 yards. Nice job by the Green Bay Packers, huh? The the Cowboys got to beat somebody too. They they've got something very similar to the Bills going on there. They haven't beaten anybody. But they're yeah, three their and fans two, right? are loud and obnoxious. But yeah, you, we... you beat somebody. Yeah, they, they, uh, as far as obnoxious fan bases are concerned, would you say the Dallas Cowboys are number one? Two. Patriots? Oh, are you talking just NFL? Just NFL. Uh, just they're number NFL. one in the NFL. Number one in the, yeah. The Cowboys are number one in the NFL. They're not in all the sports. I would take the uh, Boston Red Sox. They're uh, they're pretty, pretty, pretty obnoxious. I put Yankees fans above Red Sox, Cowboys. Steelers have, uh, fans are obnoxious. I hate Steelers fans, and I'm one of them. I can't I watch have, games uh, with them. Yankees, Yankees to me are my number three in baseball. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals are number two. That's an obnoxious fan base. And oh my goodness, did you see the St. Louis Cardinals? The way they lost yesterday. Wow, that was pretty good. Uh, you got four baseball games coming up today, and we'll talk about those as we go on. Don't worry, we do have Cuse and NC State. Um, we're going to get our in-depth preview later on in the week, but uh, a lot of stuff going on this weekend, so we wanted to recap it for you right here on ESPN Syracuse. So we'll uh, jump on board here, and uh, we'll get into the Yankees. Can they clinch today? Uh, what happened in those National League series? Both of them were wackadoodle. And um, Are you going to have uh, to amend your Yankees pick, too? <laughs> I don't remember what that was oh, either. Oh, sure. No, how convenient. <laughs> <laughs> this is ESPN Syracuse. This is the Seth Everett Show. All right, back here on ESPN Syracuse. So glad you're with us here on this Monday. Syracuse takes on NC State on Thursday night. Part of a crazy night in sports. Uh, there's a NFL, the, the Giants game going on, and um, all kinds of fun shenanigans. Yeah, the Giants will be on the FM here. SU will be on the AM and TK99 on Thursday night. So there you go. And uh, there, that, that, that all happened. Um, all right, so where do we start with the baseball? First of all, uh, the 
Cardinals were <laughs> one out away from taking a two games to one lead in their best of five series, and then uh, four straight hits, all with two outs, uh, led to the Atlanta come from behind win. That was a massive win at Bush Stadium. The Cardinal fans were in stunned disbelief. Uh, pretty wild. And like I said, we I, w- I would be very honest when uh, you know the baseball was kind of lame and kind of dumb. Uh, this was this was really cool. This was uh, it was a it was a one nothing game. Um, Adam Wainwright, thirty eight years old, was uh, was pitching brilliantly, and the, the the Cardinals went to their closer, and uh, voila, there goes the lead, man. And that's uh, that's pretty big. And now Atlanta now you, looks to close it out. Is that a big upset, or is that a, just? Is it's it not expected? a question of an upset. That's why the five game series, anything can happen. And in the five-game series, the, the big key to me in a, in a five-game series is why uh, it's the best team doesn't always win, and none of this is predictable because you don't know how one team's going to play from one game to another, and just that one inning changes the whole thing. And if you look at the Nationals-Dodgers series, it was one inning, one bad inning, and one decision that Dave Martinez made, which was his decision that he had made all the, all the time, so let, let, let's discuss that and tie it into the same discussion. So the Nationals have decided that in middle relief, they're going to use starters on their throw days. Mm-hmm. And so to, yesterday, Anibal Sanchez starts the game against the Dodgers. It's a game three, pivotal game in a five-game series. And the Nationals are playing, and all of a sudden they go in, it's in the sixth inning, and they decide to go to Patrick Corbin, who would pitch game one. Patrick Corbin's not a relief pitcher. And when you're a starting pitcher for years, that's out of character. And what I always say, and and I, I, I have been a big proponent of this, is anytime you're going to start asking pitchers to do strange things, when you ask them to do one thing all season long, you got to have them practice it. So you got to try it out in the regular season. And Patrick Corbin doesn't pitch in relief ever in the regular season, so the first time you're asking him to do it, he's clearly not right. And the Dodgers are a good offense, and they, what, scored seven runs in that inning? Or six runs in that inning, and that was it. What do you think causes it to be different for a pitcher, though? Is it a mental thing? Guys are creatures. I think it's partly mental. I think it's the routine. I think it's, it's, if you know you're starting the starting pitcher, you start to get ready in your head and in, with your body, two and three hours beforehand. When you're called into a game in relief, when do you start getting ready? And it's a throw day for him, so you don't know if he has his command. You don't know if he has his velocity. It's just a throw day. It's supposed to be where he throws on the side. And I'm telling you, you don't. it's the same thing with three days rest. Three days rest, some pitchers can do it, some pitchers can't, but you don't know. And so what you do is you wait till the biggest moment of the season to try it. And all I'm saying is you have 162 games. If you are a team that's in the race and you have to think about how you're going to handle your postseason, practice this. That's all I'm saying. Practice all of it. And you could have done it. You could have done it in the month of September. The Nationals didn't have anything clinched, so I'll give them a pass to an extent. But there's the idea of during their games, you know, some of those games were some must-win games when they were trying to win the wild card. Why not use Patrick Corbin in setup then? And, and just try it. 
and they, they, they wait till the worst possible moment to try something, and I, I it backfired, mm. and it, it, it happened. This happens to pitchers when they go three days rest, and they never did it before, and all of a sudden, and if you look at the th- the, the ERA when guys go on three days rest, it's always like a run and a half higher. No, you're. Always. Your baseball insider, did the Dodgers do any of this? Did the Dodgers practice guys on three days rest or anything no, but, like that? No, because but they in the past they have. No, 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 but in the past they have. The, 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 that's a lot of Kershaw's problem. A lot of Clayton Kershaw's problem is they used him in strange ways, and he never knew what, which way was, was, was up. And they would bring him back on three days rest because they said, we have Clayton Kershaw, and let's assume even though I don't like this guy personally, let's assume he's Kurt Schilling. And Kurt Schilling had something else. He had an intestinal, uh, in, in, intestinal, <laughs> internal uh, fortitude that made him, he was a battler and he was able to do it. Some guys are, some guys aren't, and you don't know that. And I'm not getting on this year's Dodgers team because they didn't have that scenario. But they haven't had that. They've had pretty good depth also, so they're not in this, this situation. If suddenly, let's say they lose game three and start now asking one of these pitchers to be thrown on three days rest without any warning whatsoever, I, I just don't think that's in their plan. What I'm saying is this didn't catch the Nationals by surprise. They knew they were doing this. Remember, they had done it the game prior with Scherzer. Okay, so do it. Good. If that's your plan, do it, but practice it. Don't just throw these guys to the wolves because then you see what happens. And it burns you every time. Every time. It's not just the Nationals. It's not just the Dodgers. There have been countless times for the last 15 years where you start asking players to do things they're not used to doing. You know, and as we transition now to the Minnesota Twins, Heaven forbid you ask the Minnesota Twins to catch the damn baseball. Hold on, Seth. I got something for you really quick. And what I'm saying is the Minnesota Twins, if you watch them, they have this killer lineup. They have set the Major League home run record with 307. They have starting pitching that I think is better than New York. And... Nobody knows them because nobody talks about Minnesota. Nobody cares about Minnesota. Nobody watches Minnesota. And it is what I feel like the fact that everyone's picking the Yankees in this series is because no one gives Minnesota a shot. So I'm picking Minnesota. Look, I could be wrong. It's a five-game series. Yeah. I I don't know. Whoever whoever does that radio show, man, he's got a hell of a voice. You should give that guy a show. Hey, uh, you know what else you did? If I had what to else? bet, I would say I'm, I'm going to say it: Twins and four. I'm going to I'm I'm sticking with go. Twins and four. <laughs> Tommy yep. is obsessed with you right now. Of course pick, he is picking. Of the course twins. he is because he's an obnoxious Yankee. Fan. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's fine. It is so easy if you don't have a rooting interest to dislike the Yankees because of their fans. Oh, absolutely. That's why I hate them. I, hate, I don't there's not one thing I dislike about the organization but their fans right. are obnoxious. Their fans drive you bananas. And uh with the chance and the and the this and you know, look, the Minnesota Twins literally forgot how to they for, they forgot how to catch, they forgot how to play, they forgot how to pitch. Now, all of a sudden, Oda Rizzi's got these injuries that they weren't talking. Rocco Baldelli, I was in the room. 
Rocco Baldelli speaking to the media says our guys are healthy. Now all of a sudden he's not. I'm telling you, you're not ready for prime time. I think that's a great, great uh, line. You know, from SNL. Not ready for prime time. The Minnesota Twins can talk all they want about all the stuff they did, but they are, you know, there's men and there's mice. They're mice. That's what they are. And as far as the Yankees, I hope the Astros destroy them. Oh my goodness. I hope the Yankees. Please, the, uh, please don't pick the Astros. <laughs> pick hey, the Yankees and I have said all along the predictions I love. I think I think the predictions that require some skill. Pick the division winners in April, like in, in on opening day. Pick the division winners. That's a challenge. That's that that's got some skill. Picking a five game series, nah, that's a crapshoot. That's there's nothing to that. But did you see? I got a question for you. Okay. Did you see the uh, the guy who started? This just to show you, obnoxious Yankee fans. Well, I tell you what. Why don't I tell you in in the next break? Because there's a, there's this dude that that pitched for Game Two for the Twins, Dobnak. Sounds like a Star Trek villain, and he came out. See, that's a nice way to make fun of somebody. They, the Yankee fans can show they don't know how to make fun of somebody. We'll discuss it in just a second. My name is Seth Everett. He's Paulie Sevilla. This is ESPN Syracuse. All day, all day. This is the Seth Everett Show. All right, this portion of the show is brought to you by Bill Rapp's Rapid Purchase. Enjoy the entire car buying process from your laptop, mobile device, or tablet at BillRapp.com. So uh, the Yankees, we aired the games over on uh, TK99. The Yankees uh, came away with a two-games-to-nothing lead, and all is good. And the Twins made a curious decision. They decided to go with this youngster. uh, He's not that young. uh, Randy Dobnek who had only been in the major leagues for like five weeks. But he had pitched really well in September, and like we said, they've had some injuries. So they decide to go to Randy Dobnak. And it is revealed in all the hype of all the, 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 the you know, the coverage, the national coverage, that Randy, Randy Dobnak, um, when he was in the minor leagues, as recently as a month ago, September 5th, he drives for Uber and Lyft before the games. Yes, which is that strange for? I don't feel like that would be weird for a minor league pitcher. <laughs> that would be fine for a for a guy in the minor leagues. They don't make a ton of money, and I would think that's totally normal thing to do. I, I, there, there's nothing, uh, nothing. It, it wasn't notable. I think it's kind of like wasn't Kurt Warner in working at a grocery store, and then just a month later he was in the Super Bowl or or, or in the NFL. Remember that? Yeah, it happens in the NFL a lot where guys are waiters and stuff just trying to get on a team and then they right. end up on the team. And so he's in the midst and he's struggling, right? I mean, look, it's Yankee Stadium, crowd is going bananas and people are 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 chanting and things like that. And then this happened. <laughs> The whole crowd is chanting Uber at the starting pitcher. I mean, this is the town that invented Daryl. You know, like, yeah. like I, I don't mind the chance, 
Uber. And I just think this reminded me of the Jeffrey Owens, uh, the guy who was on the Cosby show who got shamed for working at Trader Joe's. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was he shamed was, on social media. Yeah, he was the uh, the the husband of the Elvin. oldest. Yes, Elvin. Yes. Oh, don't, don't worry about the Cosby Show. You double nerded me again. <laughs> don't worry about your Cosby Show trivia. But anyway, and, and I thought that was kind of ridiculous. Like, however, a guy wants to, you know, earn a living and 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 goes about it. It's not our place to to say. And I just thought it was in poor taste. And leave it to Yankee fans for giving it some poor taste. And then social media got a hold of it. And this is where the divide came from. So I'll, I'll ask the, the I'll, I'll present both sides. Some people thought it crossed a line, and it's not. There's some things you don't say, and that's one of them. You you, you just don't you know you don't mock a guy for for doing something that I think that he should be proud that he did it. You know, and then there's the people who say, ah, it's just in good fun. This is what you know. It's you have a good time. It's relaxed. You're too serious. You're too negative. Uh, yeah, it, it's not a good time. The guy was trying to make ends meet. Do you know what he was making a month? I, I was just doing the, He was making $1,100 a month. That's why he was a Lyft and Uber driver. During the, you know? The, uh, I had no issue with what he was doing. Yeah. Uh, you, why are they cheating? It's very... See, this is why I don't like Yankee fans. It, it's very... It's classless. High, it's yeah. very high school. You find a, like, and he didn't do, it's not like in high school where you find out a guy stole something, like a VCR. Do they make those still from your friend's house or something? And you chant VCR. This was just a guy trying to pay his damn bills and they're chanting for work. You worked. You know, like, give me a break. It's childish well, and stupid. Well, the idea to me, at least the way I looked at it was, I just didn't think it was in good taste. And, you know, people like to make fun of people for whatever reasons. And, you know, you can make fun of, you know, you can, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if you want, you know, Dobnak or, you know, like, I, I, I don't, I don't know what you want to call him. I just didn't think, I, I just didn't think making fun of something that he had done that I'm sure he was embarrassed that it got out and you shouldn't be shameful, shamed about that. No, he shouldn't. He shouldn't care. He had to that eat. People know that <laughs> <laughs> you have to. You have to work to eat, and yeah. he was doing it. He's probably making double a day what he did in a month, and in the minor leagues, you, it just makes you. You know, it, it's easy to it, look. You shouldn't stereotype, and it was just one group, but it was a pretty large group. It was a pretty, uh, pretty enormous chunk of that crowd that were screaming it, and I thought it was pretty tasteless. And, and, and he, he was having fun with it. He joked that he had one four-star review. Uh, the only He had all five-star reviews, just one four-star review as a driver, and he was joking with MLB.com about it. Yeah, know? and then he said he said something about um, how he you know all the all they wanted to get all the names of all the people who chanted so that they could give them negative ratings because <laughs> they all were probably taking Ubers home. I, who knows? I, I just like I said, it's just it, it's obnoxious, and from an obnoxious fan base, it's obnoxious. How about we'll just leave it at that? He in in the story beyond him working at Uber, 
is what he did to get to the major leagues. Like he came from an independent league that nobody ever makes the MLB nobody. out of, and he worked his way up through it. Yeah, it's it's stupid. You're the Yankees. That's another thing. You have fifty thousand titles. Just shut up and let the Twins lose. Yeah, that that that, that that's the trick. You know what I mean? Like that. You're beating the Twins, you dopes. Shut up. They have the payroll of your best player. It's it's so bonkers. Uh, it really is. It, it really is bonkers. And I can only, I I, I can only say that. Like I said, I I, I I didn't want to make a big deal about it. Oh, but I, I will. thought it was worth. It, I thought it was worth a mention. It, it was. It was. It was pretty weak. Yeah. Pretty, oh, pretty simple to say. What a jerk! This guy's trying to pay his electric bill. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! <laughs> you, you you got him. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something like they would do on Family Guy. <laughs> like, all right. Uh, we'll continue here, and we'll uh, take a look at uh, the busy sports day. We'll get you set for your sports day. Get your pens and papers ready. We will tell you what time and what station all the games are on as we continue here on ESPN Syracuse. This is the Seth Everett Show. All right, back here on ESPN Syracuse. So glad you're with us. Four baseball games today. They all could eliminate series. At 1 o'clock today, the uh, the Astros can eliminate the Rays. Charlie Morton against Zach Greinke. Boy, Houston just goes from Justin Verlander to Garrett Cole to Zach Greinke. Good luck. Um, and then the Braves and the Cardinals. Braves haven't announced their starter yet. Uh, for, for all I know, it could be Polly. Uh, Braves and Cardinals. That game starts at three o'clock. I'm busy Uber driving. Uber driving. Got to pay the bills. Uh, Dodgers. You know, not for nothing. But if you're driving to NC State, you know you can set the Uber driving app that you can drive along the way while you're on your route. I don't like people. Oh, that would be great. I don't then at six forty, the uh, Nationals and the Dodgers, and then at eight forty, I believe over on TK ninety nine, uh, the Yankees and the Twins. So centers of attention is coming up next, but that's it. Everybody else is not working today, as it's uh, suddenly become a holiday over here <laughs> at ESPN Syracuse. Uh, nevertheless, we'll be back tomorrow at ten, right here on ESPN Radio Syracuse.